Hello, fellow Harmony members. My name is Jamie. Um, if you're looking for me in the Facebook group, I'm Jamie Michelle Wellman. Um, I am a founding member of Harmony. And I know that Jessica's resources and her advice and uh, just even the community in Harmony has been such a blessing to me. Um, I have been teaching for three years and she sent out the original invitation to become a founding member in, um, I think it was, it was April or May of, um, of my, the end of my first year. And so um, it, it was extremely helpful the second year because last year, uh, many of you know, it was really, really difficult for me. So I just have been thankful for Jessica. Um, and so I hope that uh, Harmony has been a blessing for the rest of you. I know it has been for many of you, those of you that I've interacted with more. Um, and so very thankful for Jessica and her uh, heart to help teachers not be so overwhelmed as we, as we do what we do every day. So um, I have been teaching for three years, as I said, and um, I teach in Kansas City, Missouri, and my district has been virtual all year. Um, we are supposed to be coming back soon, but um, because we've been virtual all year, I have been creating a lot of virtual resources um, that I can use over, uh, we use Microsoft Teams, so that I can use over Teams or Zoom or whatever. And it's been, <laughs> it's been really good. It's been time consuming, but it's also been enjoyable because it's given me a creative outlet that I don't always have. And so I wanted to share that with you. Um, now, what's really cool about this, um, the, the resource that I'm going to share with you today that I'm going to be starting to create, I'm not gonna take you through the whole thing, um, is a game for the song Closet Key. So if you don't know the song Closet Key, it goes, I have lost the closet key in my lady's garden. I have lost the closet key in my lady's garden. Help me find the closet key in my lady's garden. Help me find the closet key in my lady's garden. And so normally uh, what I would have them do is I'd, I'd pick two students. One of them would go hide in my office because I have an office. Um, and then um, the other would take the key, hide it somewhere in the room. And then the other child would come out. The other child would come out and sing the first verse about losing the closet key. And then once that child had sung the first verse, the class would start singing the second verse, help me find. And so um, then they, they sing it, um, it's, a, it's a hot cold game. So they sing it louder as the child gets closer to where the key is hidden or if the child drifts away from it, then they get softer. And so it's a way to teach them uh, piano and forte or louder and softer. And it's a way to assess um, um, uh, solo singing. Um, so great, um, can't do that right now because first of all, I'm virtual. And secondly, when they do come back, we're not gonna be able to intermingle like that. They're, I'm not gonna be able to have a child touch key and go hide it and then have a child walking all over the room um, and uh, then also touch the key and bring it to me. So I'm not gonna be able to do this thing. So how can I, how can I use closet key? Well, um, I came up with this game and I'm going to show you how to do it. Now I haven't worked out all my rules or all the ways that you know we might do this, but I want to create the game today. And so I'm gonna share my screen. 
and um, I would create a Google slide. Now, actually, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to create a new one for you because I want you to see this process. Um, so you just go up to new, you click Google Slides, and then it's going to pop up with this one. If you want to add a title, a subtitle, instructions, um, then you can, and that's fine. But this is not something that I'm going to do today. It's not something that I want to show you. I'm just going to show you how to use animations and how to link slides to other slides in order to make a really fun interactive game. So um, I'm going to select all of it. Now, the way I did that was I clicked on my mouse and then I just drag this blue box, whatever it touches, it will select it. Okay, so it doesn't have to be all the way around it, but um, that's an easier way than maybe control click, control click um, to do that and to be able to select certain things. If though, something that's useful to know, if you click, uh, if you accidentally select an element that you didn't want to select, then you just control click select it, or if you missed one, then control click and it will select it. And then you can do whatever you want with it. You can group it together, which that can be uh, helpful if you arrange and then click group. Um, so, or you can move them all at once. Whatever you need to do with it, you can do with that. But I need to delete this. So I'm going to delete it. Um, and then I want to choose a background color. Now, like I said, we're doing closet key and, you know, I'm focusing in on that word garden. We're looking for the key in the garden. So I'm going to create a background with this color. I'm going to go ahead and add it to my theme. Okay. And um, then when I create a new slide that's brand new, there it is, right? So um, now. Again, uh, my thought is that I'm going to have flowers or bushes or something, uh, garden type objects in my garden. Um, and I'm going to have a key hidden behind one of them and the students can take turns. Uh, we can uh, probably sing the song between each slide or, or we can sing the Help Me Find before you know this child chooses one. I haven't figured all of that out yet, like I said, but the point is I need to insert a key. So I'm going to go to insert and I'm going to choose image and this uh, menu pops up. You've got a lot of different things you can choose from. If I've already got a key image on my computer, I can upload it. I can search the web from here in the presentation. If I've got a key in my drive, then I could use the key image from a drive. If I've got a picture of a key in my photos, I can use it. I can search the web by opening a new tab and then copying and pasting the URL by clicking on this one, or I can take a brand new picture, okay? I am for the same time. I often do use the by URL because um, the web search in Google Slides is really limited, and I find that I get more slides. Also, it's not guaranteed that these are free images, so if I go to a new tab, I can search for free images, and um, then I get more, um, more choices. And so that's, that's much better. But um, for the sake of time, I'm just going to search in here. Plus I've already searched and I know what I want. Um, I want to search transparent because I want a transparent background. Key. And like I said, I already found the key I wanted. So I'm going to click on it and I'm going to, you can also double click, but I'm going to click on it and click insert. And then I can resize this. I can leave it as it is. I'm going to resize it because obviously I want it smaller than my thing. 
Uh, I want to grab this little handle up here and I'm gonna tilt it a little bit just because I wanna. Still seems a little big to me, so I'm going to make it a little bit smaller. I could put this literally anywhere I wanted to. I can have as many elements as I want to, but that's good, I like that. So um, I'm going to leave that alone. I am going to move it over just a little bit. Actually, I kind of said to you. Now I need some garden elements and I'm just going to, again, for the sake of time, I'm gonna search and I'm going to change this to single. Okay, so, so I could do this again where I uh, insert this one and then I go back and I insert, but that's time consuming. What I can do is I can click on this and then I also like uh, this one and I like this one and I like this one. So I'm gonna insert those. Okay. As you can see, it said unable to create some images. So I only got three of my flowers here. So I'm going to have to go back in and find another flower. But just be aware that even though I searched within the program itself, sometimes you try an image and it won't make it. Okay, so I more or less like the size of this flower. So I'm going to control and click and unselect it. But these two flowers are still selected. So I can size them down individually, but as long when you've got groups of elements selected, um, you can go ahead and just resize them together. Okay. And I want them to be more or less the size of this sunflower or daisy or whatever that is over there. And I can see that it now is because I've got this blue like eye bar here. Um, and so now beautiful. They're the same size up and down. I don't really like that shape. It seems a little bit wide. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to uh, adjust that. I'm happy with that. Great. Now, um, I wanted four images. So I'm going to go back in and I'm going to search the web. Look, my search is still there so I can still use it. Um, and I am going to look for I'm not seeing the one that I really liked before. It was a cute little purple flower. There it is. Um, I'm going to insert it. Okay, now that is a nice size to cover my key. I do feel like though these are a little bit big uh, compared to it. So I'm going to go ahead and adjust them as I need to, right? And always use the guidelines. You're going to have red guidelines that pop up to tell you when you're centered centered to another object. Those things are very helpful. So make sure you're using the guide. So I've got this guide here, which is telling me that the bottom of this box is in line with the bottom of my daisy box over here. If that matters to me, then that's great. Um, but what I do want to do, what I want to do, is I want to create kind of a um, little bit of a uh, offset. Okay, so I'm actually going to move my key a little bit. Move this. Beautiful. Now I'm happy with that. Okay. You can do whatever you want. Again, we're all creatives here, so we know the creative process uh, is messy. It's not straightforward. Um, so do whatever you want to do. I'm sure you don't need my permission for that. I'm actually going to make this a little bit smaller. Okay. And then I like what I've got here, and I need a duplicate slide of this. So I'm going to go over here and I am going, I could control C, control V. I could copy paste, but I can just right click and click duplicate. 
Okay. And what I want to do is I want to create a situation in which the kids can tell me which flower they think the key is behind. Okay. And so um, when they click on that slide, it's going to, or when they click on that uh, image, that flower, um, it's going to react a certain way. But I have to tell it how I want it to react. So the first thing I want is when they click on this purple flower, I want all the flowers to fade out and um, reveal the key. But in order for that to work correctly with everything I'm going to do to this first slide, I have to have a duplicate slide. So I'm going to show you how to create that effect first, and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to show you how to link all the elements of this slide to the other, the correct slides in the, in the presentation. Okay, so on slide two, I want all of these flowers to fade out when we go to this slide. So this is how I'm going to do this. I'm going to control click all of these one at a time. I could do this, that'd be fine. The only reason I hesitate to do that is because I don't know if it has selected the key behind my purple flower. Chances are it doesn't, but for me, I'm a rather be safe than sorry person a lot of times. And so I'd rather just click. So I know that those are the ones that I've got. These are the ones I want to animate. So I'm gonna go up here, I'm gonna click animate and my animate box is going to come over. Now, I can reorder these if I want them to be like, if I want the purple one to fade out last, I can put it last, okay? So I put these wherever I want them to. Just be aware that as you're moving things, um, it's not quite so straightforward. I mean, that looks like, you know, if I drop it here, it's where I want it to be. No, I need to actually wait for those to move out of my way. Um, so it can be a little bit confusing doing that. But I don't care what order they fade out in, so it's all good. Um, You've got multiple choices here. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to show you the animations that you can use. Now, I want to tell you that PowerPoint has a whole lot more animations you can use. Um, this is simpler. Uh, so it's, it's limited, but it's simpler. So this would be a great, Google Slides is a great place to learn and kind of uh, um, get familiar with ways to create slide presentations that are interactive, that are games, that are, you know, whatever, that are animated. But there are many more options and it's just because Google uh, is an open source software, um, a PowerPoint is a lot more powerful and it has a, it has a lot more animations. But I don't know PowerPoint um, as well. I use more Google Slides, so I just deal with it. I may at some point start playing around with PowerPoint because there are a lot more things you can do in there. Um, and, you know, you can replicate them in here using a lot more animations. Some things you cannot replicate, it would just be a real pain to replicate them. So just be easier to do it in PowerPoint if I wanted that effect. But um, I know Google Slides and so I'm comfortable with it. And that's what I'm going to show you right now. So I want these to fade out. So I'm going to click to fade out, but I could have them zoom out. I could have them fly out. Uh, in any direction. I could have it spin and then I could add a second animation and have it zoom out. I could have it spin and then zoom out, but I can't have it spin out. I can't have it do that. Um, I can have it appear or disappear, which is just, you know, immediate. I want it to fade out. I like it when things fade out. So I'm going to change all of these to fade out. I typically use fade out and fade in the most. 
Um, the reason is because I use uh, animations for a lot of um, musical elements. Um, and I don't, I don't just like it when things appear or disappear. It's kind of sloppy and uh, I don't like that. Um, I like the effect of the fade in and fade out. And when I'm using it to teach musical elements, then they can still see the, they can see the two images at the same time, um, more or less. And so my hope is that they're connecting things. Okay, so now I've got all these, they're gonna fade out. Um, you can, to test this, you can do two things. I can either play it and it's gonna load it. I've got this fade out on click, so I'm gonna click. It's got all of them, yay. The problem with this is I can't go back and try it again without stopping and playing again. And then I can do it all over again. I don't like that. I like to be able to test it. So I go to present, I just present it and I test it. Oh, if there's something that I wanna see again. Oh, look, oops, I didn't notice that. Um, I don't want that key you know, visible. So I'm gonna go uh, fix that. That's just, I really, really, um, I prefer to just test it with the present because I can go back and forth and, and redo things without having to stop and play it all over again. So that's just a little tip. Uh, you may not mind using the play. Um, that's just me. Now, as you can see, this one says on click, these three say with previous. You actually have three choices, on click, after previous, or with previous. If you do after previous, then um, if I did after previous with this one, right? Then what's going to happen is I'm going to click on this. That one's going to go away. And then the three of those are going to go away. Okay. Um, so I clicked to get this one to go. And then, and then the others followed. Okay. Um, all three of them did it because this one was after previous, but these two are with previous. So that's with previous, it's going to go the same time as the one that's before it. After previous, it's going to go slightly after the one that's before it and on click, it has to wait for you. What I want to have happen is I want all four of them to um, uh, fade out at the same time. And I want them to fade out when I click on the purple from, the, um, from this slide, okay? Um, so I click on this, I want it to immediately go to here and fade out. So I'm also going to choose with previous, I could choose after previous for this as well. Either of those works in this particular case. Um, so with previous or after previous, that's what I want to have happen. I'm going to go ahead and test that. Um, this is going to jump a little bit because I messed up <laughs> my placement of my purple one, but there you go. Okay. So works, love it. Now. So now I've got my animations. I'm revealing my key. Yep, that's exactly where. Okay. I could if I wanted to leave these and just uh, click on that one. You could do that too. Like I could take all, I could take the animation for the pink, uh, yellow, and black flowers out and then just have that one revealed. And that would be fine too. I could also, if I wanted, I could have the key appear over the flower. So, you know, just it's your preference, whatever you want to do. Now, the problem is that when I present this, um, it doesn't matter where I click, it goes to the next slide. And I don't want that. I want it to um, go when I do something particular. So the first thing I have to do is insert a shape over the entire slide, okay? <clears throat> I'm trying to make this a little bigger over here. 
uh, it has created a opaque slide. I want it transparent, so I'm going to go up to the fill. I'm going to click transparent. And now I can see that this shape is over it. If I want this line, see, you can see that there's a line around it. That doesn't bother me, but if it bothers you, then you go up to line and you also click transparent and then it's not there anymore, okay? Um, now, oh, and I did it again. I was practicing earlier and I did this. Um, I actually want this shape on slide one. So uh, since I accidentally put it on slide two, I'm gonna click on it. I'm going to press control X to cut it. Click on slide one, press control V to paste it. Simple. If you do that, that's the easiest way to do it. I wouldn't delete it out of two and then recreate it in one, just cut, uh, cut and paste and you're all good. Okay, but I want that to link, I want it um, to link to this slide, okay? And the reason is that if I link this shape to the slide it's on, then it will not go anywhere. So I'm going to make my, um, I'm gonna zoom out a little bit which this zooms out a lot, but I want to be able to see this menu. So I uh, right click, bring up this menu and click on link. Now I can paste anything I want to in here. I can link this shape to anything I want to on the web. Um, I want it um, linked to a particular slide. So I'm going to go down to slides in this presentation. I want it linked to this slide, okay? So I'm going to click slide one because this is slide one. Okay, apply. Now I'm going to present, I'm gonna test that out. I can click anywhere I want to, it's not going anywhere. Okay, and we know that because if it were going to the next slide, my animations would be um, kicking it. So great, Jamie, you say, but I thought you wanted it to go to slide two. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put shapes over each of these elements and link those shapes to the appropriate slide so that it does what I want it to do, okay? So first thing I'm going to do, well, first thing I'm going to do is zoom back in. Um, and then I'm going to click on shapes because flowers are more or less round. I'm gonna use the circle this time. I want this circle to more or less cover the shape, right? My flower, so that when I click on the flower, um, it's, uh, it has the greatest chance of, um, of uh, doing what I want it to do, right? I clicked in the right place. Um, but, and I'm gonna make it transparent, and I also definitely wanna make the line transparent this time. Um, but as you can see, I've got some green in here with this one. Um, but I, So I want to make this shape as big as I can, this is why I went with a circle because it's going to create the largest clickable area with the least amount of overlap with the green area that I do not want to click on, okay? All right, and now I'm going to link this. Now, this is my correct slide. So I'm gonna go to link. I mean, this is my correct answer. Slides in this presentation, I want it linked to slide two. Now I could do next slide. But I'm going to do something here in a moment that makes next slide the wrong choice. So I'm going to link it actually to slide two, okay? And now when I go and I present, I can click anywhere and I don't go anywhere until I click on that purple flower. Perfect, so far so good. Now, um, what do I want to do if they click on a wrong answer? Well, I mean, I could leave it this way and nothing could happen, but that's kind of, um, 
I don't know, silly to me. Like I wanted to do something. Um, and so I need to create another slide. So I'm actually going to go here to slide one and I'm going to put in a new slide. Okay. And I'm going to click select delete and I'm going to create a background. Okay. Now I'm going to have a little fun here. And instead of having a um, solid color background, I'm going to choose an image. Okay. And I'm going to go to Google image search and I'm going to search for garden clip art. And I like this, these three little flowers here. So I'm going to insert. I am not going to add to theme this time. And I'm going to click done. Okay. And then I also want a little B. So I'm going to search the web. I'm going to replace single flower with a B. And let's see, which little bee? I want a friendly looking little bee. I don't want him to look real mean, even though he is telling them they're wrong. But you know, we're gonna like try again, guys. So I like this friendly little bee. It's not the one I chose when I was writing, but well, it works fine. Um, and he's transparent. I can see through his background. So good. And I'm just gonna make him smaller and I'm gonna put him in the center of my I could put him in the center of that orange one and that would be fine. Um, if that's what you want, then that's great. Okay, more or less center him. Or I can center him in the slide and I'm gonna use that red top to bottom um, uh, line that you see there to tell me he's centered. If there's an um, element, and I'll show you this in a second, you can, you'll also have the option to center um, center with another element. Okay, but since this is a background, I don't get that option. Okay. All right. So then just to be silly, I'm going to add a text box. And these, this is me. This is what I do. I, I like to do like silly little puns and whatnot. So I'm going to get a little creative here. And I'm going to make a silly little bee pun. Unbelievable. Um, maybe ouch, <laughs> I know, because he's a sting, he has a stinger or whatever. Um, but I would do something cute and creative there. I don't have mind to really think about that. Um, if I'm gonna get this done for you guys. And then like you can see, that red line does not go top to bottom. It goes through the B and through this element. So it goes through the two elements. So it is now centered with the B. If I want it centered on the actual slide, then I have to slide over until I find entire line, the red line, that goes the entire um, um, height of the slide. Okay, so now um, I can't really read that. So I'm going to, it's still selected. So I'm going to go up to fill. I'm going to uh, put a light background in there. And um, I can leave it like that. And that's great. Um, but I actually like for my background to show through. So I'm going to go to custom. And I'm going to drag my transparent slider down here. And all the way, this is like completely transparent. So why did I even bother with fill? Um, and this is, you know, less transparent. So I'm gonna go right about there. So now I can read it, but I can still see my background through it. Love it. Okay, now I am going to now click this, Control C. 
Oh, and I want to show you. I originally clicked this to slide two. It is now clicked to slide three. This image, when I click to a specific slide, slide one, slide two, slide three, if I reorder these slides any, then it changes with it. Okay, if I go with next slide or previous slide, it doesn't do that. Okay, um, so I can reorder the slides and, uh, and uh, I don't have to worry about having to go back in and changing that. It automatically changes it, it updates it. It is linked to this slide right here. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and copy this, even though it's linked to slide three. And I'm going to move it to the one that I want. Um, I'm going to say that's good for now. If you wanted to, you could adjust the size so that it completely uh, covers the flower. That's up to you. Uh, again, for the purpose of this video, I'm not going to worry about that. Um, and then I'm going to click on this little pencil to edit my link. Now, when you've got it linked to a slide, it won't just let you, you have to actually uh, exit. So I click on the X to get rid of it. And then I get this uh, link where I can choose the slide. And I want this one linked to slide two, okay? So again, this one's linked to, sometimes this happens, hold on, edit, get rid of it. Slide two, slide two, be kind to me, apply. There we go, I think I forgot to click apply. Um, so this is linked to slide two, this is linked to slide three. If I reorder them, this is linked. Oops, I'm in the wrong one. This is linked to slide two. This is linked to slide three. So um, it's it's just, oh, it makes it so much easier to know that information. So now I want any of these to link to my oops, try again slide. So I'm going to just copy and paste this. Again, I would probably normally be really, really just over anxious about making sure that there's, you know, that it's covered the entire, you know, surface of the flower so that wherever my kid clicks or wherever I click, I know it's going to go. Um, but I'm not going to worry about that at this point. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to present. I'm going to make sure these things go where I want them to go. Okay, so my green background is working. Yay. Whoops. I accidentally clicked on my, <laughs> my purple flower. Okay, so my green background seems to be working. Oh, no. Hold on. because it's too far down. Okay, so I'm gonna make this a little bit smaller. That's why I try to limit the amount of that um, area. Um, so let's try that again. So you're just gonna click, click around, click around, beautiful. The purple works. Okay, let's go back up. This is why I, this is why I use present, because I can go back up and I can mess around in it. And then this one, um, did not work the way I want it to. Should be clicked to slide two. Let's try again. There. Okay. So the next thing you need to do is make sure that they can go back and try again, because if I click, it goes to my next slide and I don't want that. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I am going to choose this, um, this shape that I created earlier. I'm going to control C to copy it. I'm going to control V now, okay? Now, let me go and zoom out a little bit. As you can see, this is linked to slide two, 
because this one was linked to slide one. So that's something I wanted to show you that if you could, if I copy this and I put it on another um, one again, it will, so you copy an element from one that's linked to a slide and then paste it on another slide, it will adjust just like um, I showed you with the purple and black flowers. Um, so this one is linked to slide one. This one is linked to slide two now because if I, that would be great if I wanted it to stay on that slide. I don't, so I'm going to edit it. And I'm going to go slides in this presentation. Again, I could do previous slide. I could do first slide. I'm going to do slide one and apply. Okay, so now let's try again. Unbelievable. And then we're back. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So and I know that all works. All right, so that is more or less um, how you can make a cute little uh, um, interactive game. I can use this with my kids when we get back in person, or I can use it, you know, next week if I want to. Um, and of course, I would do more. I would add some more slides with some different garden elements. I might add more garden elements as we get there to make it more challenging. I might not. Um, and um, and then um, we can play. I can still use closet key, even though I can't do the um, what I would normally do with it. And um, so I, I hope that this was helpful to you. Um, I have used animations and these uh, different elements for a lot of things. I'm going to show you a couple things before I stop sharing. A couple other things I've used animations for. So this is what I did with my second and third graders uh, where we were reviewing. Uh, they were actually learning, uh, second grade was learning, third grade was reviewing um, half note. And so I had the two heartbeats. I faded in the half note with ta. Click again to fade in this line to show them, hey, this goes all the way through both heartbeats. Um, then I faded out ta because what I was trying to do was get them to transition from calling. My kids have a tendency, and it's, I'm sure some of yours do too, to call a quarter note a ta. Oh, that's a ta. So I'm trying to teach them the appropriate terminology this year. So I faded out ta to bring up half note. And I also have Blanca because I teach in a um, dual language program where um, our kids, our goal is to have our children be biliterate and bilingual in both English and Spanish by the time they graduate from the sixth grade. So um, since there is a language component to um, music, I also try to teach them the terminology in as much Spanish terminology as I uh, have access to. So that's why Blanca is down there. They actually learn both names for it, half note and Blanca. Um, and then I faded that out, brought the ta back up and brought the half note into the center just so they saw that a just so they saw the half note as you would see it um, just normally printed because normally we don't have heartbeats to remind us, right? So that's one thing I've done uh, with my littles. Um, we were talking about little, big, little, big. Again, there's uh, the Spanish for little and big down there. We clapped through this, but then I wanted to show them that we could rearrange this. So I created a situation in which when I click on it, that one fades out, that one fades out, and then that one fades back in, and that one fades back in. So now it's just a totally different rhythm. Big, little, little, big, strong, close, 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 strong. Um, so again, um, that, that would take a lot more time than I want to take 
um, and this video is already probably too long for you guys. But another thing that I want to show you, you can do anything with these animations and with linking slides. Um, I actually had a PowerPoint uh, that I downloaded from Teachers Pay Teachers where a, a teacher was trying to accomplish the same thing where um, basically um, we're trying to figure out the sounds on each beat and then trying to figure out, um, okay, so if there's one sound in a beat, what is that um, note, right? Well, to accomplish that, she had basically copied and pasted, like she would have, um, she would have taken this slide, copied it, and then added uh, vowel, or she might have added all the, I think she actually added all the lyrics. And then when she was replacing it, she copied that slide, took out vowel, and put in the one. Okay, and so she ended up with just a million slides in her PowerPoint presentation. So this is another way to accomplish the same thing. Um, and it has a whole lot fewer slides. And so basically, we started with this slide, talked about, you know, Four, row, four lines of four beats, 16 beats, the, each puppy is a beat, bow, wow, wow. And then this is one of the things I really enjoyed was um, I had to fade in and fade out each of these hearts so that I could click and have it appear on the beat as we sang the song, right? So, um, bow, wow, wow, whose daughter thou? Little Tommy Tucker's dog, bow, wow, wow. So that was another, I messed up that one. But so, um, you know, that's another thing you can do. And then, so all those things are just uh, different ways to do, um, to use animations. Uh, you can link any elements, just um, a lot of different things you can do with this. If I've shown you anything that you would be curious about how to um, accomplish it, then, I mean, you can private message me on Facebook. Uh, or you can uh, post something on Facebook and tag me in it. And I can certainly uh, do another video that I post on Facebook or, or send to Jessica or whatever and show you how to, you know, if you want to know how I made the heart splash, I can show you how to do that. If you want to know how to make your own uh, song uh, rhythm exploration, um, one like I just showed you with Bella Wow, I can make a video of that. Those things are super easy to do, but they are time consuming, but I really just like it. So um, let your creativity run wild. Have fun with this. I hope that it was uh, something that will be helpful to you. So you all have a good day and um, I will see you in harmony. Bye.